Well, the Nashville Predators hit the ice today. It is the first practice of training camp. We'll talk about what we're most excited to see. Plus, is Philip Forsberg poised for another big season under Andrew Burnett's tutelage? We'll talk about it today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, want to start with a special hello to our loyal Locked On Pred heads out there, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you guys. We appreciate the support you give us week after week. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio, and I, as always, have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer for the Hockey News at InsideThePreds.com. Also want to mention today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. A uh, big day and we have oh the gosh. first official practice of Nashville Predators training camp. Oh my gosh, there has been so much to talk about. The anticipation leading up to this has been huge because this franchise has been through it all this offseason. I mean, they've been through it all. There is so much to watch at training camp today. I really feel like I'm going to be just a little kid looking everywhere like I'm at the county fair. Like, where do I want to go to first? Do I want a funnel cake? Do I want to go ride the Ferris wheel? Like, that's what training camp is because there is so much to watch whole new chapter for the Preds. Can't wait to see it unfold on the ice. Yeah, certainly. There are a couple of players to watch. Uh, we're going to continue to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Philip Forsberg, uh, who's maybe poised for a big year under Andrew Burnett systems. We'll talk about what he needs to do uh, to achieve that. And Colton Sissons, kind of the forgotten predator, but one that you and I both think, Anne, is going to be critical to how well this team does this year but let's start by talking about the beginning of training camp uh or should i say the official first on ice right day of training camp they reported for team meetings and some media day stuff yesterday uh but this is our first chance to really see the new look preds on the ice together at the same time and What's one thing, I guess I should say, like maybe the biggest thing that you're going to be looking for today? I think for me, there's just a general overall vibe check. Like how are the new veterans like Ryan O'Reilly, Gus Nyquist, Luke Shen, kind of how are they interacting with the older, you know, Nashville Predators veterans? You know, how are they interacting with Roman Yossi and with Philip Forsberg, with Ryan McDonough? Kind of what is that mix look like? How are the relationships building on and off the ice? You know, let's watch them together and kind of see What is this new core that Barry Trotz is creating? Like, how's it coming along there? So for me, it's a lot, it's a lot of that kind of thing. More so for me today than the technical aspects of getting them back on the ice. Yeah. 
Uh, to me, it, it's not necessarily. I, I don't know if we're gonna get like firm, like line combinations or anything right. like that until we get to the regular season. But I'm kind of interested in seeing like who is with who uh, in some of these line rushes, right. some of these drills. Because on the first day, you know, obviously it might change their camp, but that first day maybe that gives you a little hint as to what Burnett is thinking at least you know what we talked about yesterday like are they going to roll like three scoring lines are they going to try to distribute stuff throughout um you know who's paired with who maybe might give you an idea of like kind of what he's thinking uh, right. a little bit in terms of that so i'm kind of interested to see who is paired with who um you know in some of these drills especially like the younger players like which ones are paired with some veterans um who is where because I, I think that's going to be fascinating to maybe get a uh little sneak peek of uh what, what, what Burnett is thinking there yeah I'm all about like how close is Luke Shen standing to Roman Yossi yeah I want to you know what I'm saying like I'm with you like what are his ideas are we going to see him trying some things early on in training camp, you know, let's keep our eye on, on that kind of thing, because it could be just, you know, it could just be the way they line up. It could be an indicator of, Hey, Andrew Burnett's looking at this combination and thinking something. So I agree with you. Let's kind of see where everybody sort of lands with any sort of consistency and, and see if we can get a glimpse of what Brunette is thinking. Another thing I'm really watching is these young players. And we talked about this yesterday. We, yesterday we talked about Barry Trotz and we talked about competition and confidence. And like, what is the energy on the ice today with these young players? Let's face it. These young players down the stretch at the end of the regular season were on fire. They just wanted to win. They, and they had such a great energy about them. Is that going to carry over or are, is there going to be kind of a different vibe? Because, you know, again, so many things are different taking the ice today at training camp. So for me, I really kind of want to watch, like, are the young players like Luke Evangelista kind of playing, a, you know, loose and with some confidence, you know, or are players like Cody Glass maybe a little bit more nervous coming into the year? They really had such a great vibe at the end of the season. How much of that carries over or how much of that is affected by this whole competition thing? So that's something that I kind of want to try to get a gauge for, you know, over the course of training camp, where are these young guys in everything? Right. Yeah. And we, we talked about it where maybe that first impression is kind of the big thing that sets the tone. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, like it's, there's so much competition in camp that there's maybe not a lot of room uh, for, for error. Like this first impression players give off might be the impression maybe that yeah. kind of sets them to where they are the rest of camp not saying they can't like you know move up move down you know kind of get their way like out of it it's a, it's a long season there's gonna be a lot of players to kind of move up and down the lineup uh you know get off to fast starts maybe if they wind up in milwaukee so i mean it's not like they're gonna be like pigeonholed for the rest of the year based on the first week of camp it but it may you know impact who's on this team you know to start the season right uh, so, so i mean that's certainly i mean you know you kind of look what happened with phil tomasino last year like uh you know strong start to camp and then there's like you know two three practices that that didn't exactly go his way one tr uh, one preseason game right uh where it maybe just looked like he was like a step off chemistry wise and then that was it 
Like that was the end of Phil Tomasino in the Nashville Predators lineup until he was called up again was just yeah. that, like quick little window of, oh, these are like two bad days of camp in a row. And then he was kind of bumped down to like a fourth, you know, fifth yeah. rotational role, uh, you know, in line rushes and everything like that. So that just goes to tell you like, when, when competition's tight, like that's, there's not a lot of room for air there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm curious to see how the younger players do with that scenario. I think we know how some of the older veterans are going to handle that because they've been there before, but how are these younger guys who ended on such a high, you know, no, they didn't make the postseason, and that was disappointing, but I think they surprised everyone. Can they carry that confidence in a situation like this. Also can't wait to see how Andrew Brunette interacts with the players. Like, is he going to be more of a player's coach is, you know, how is he going to run practices? How much interaction is he going to have on the ice, you know, in conversation, working one-on-one with players. So can't wait to kind of get our first glimpse at Andrew Brunette as well. Yeah. Somebody I think we're also uh, excited to take a glimpse at Anne is Philip Forsberg. Uh, when Andrew Burnett came over to the Nashville Predators, people looked at his offensive style, looked at Forsberg and said, bingo, here comes a 90-point season, folks. Uh, is that really something that is in Forsberg's wheelhouse this season? We're going to talk about that. First, though, I want to mention today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. All great athletes have one thing in common, folks. They take care of their bodies. And a huge part of that starts with optimizing their whole body health. A lot of them also drink AG1, and that's why I'm a huge fan. With every daily serving, I'm setting myself up for success with 75 high-quality ingredients that give me key daily nutrients and support my energy, focus, strength, and clarity. I was very skeptical about this at first, but then uh, I started getting some AG1 in the meal uh, decided to give it a try, and uh, yeah, I, I love how easy it is and how good it tastes. All it is is one scoop of delicious AG1 powder in a cup of water each day. Uh, it tastes good. It's got a little vanilla taste. I down that, and that's easy than taking like 50 different vitamins and supplements to make sure I'm covering everything. Instead, just one glass of AG1 sets you up for the rest of the day and helps everybody take great care of their health. It's also less than $3 a day, which is, you know, pretty good. Cheaper than your maybe daily Starbucks run. And it's a really effective daily habit with high quality source ingredients. So it's a win-win. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1 and get a free year of a uh, free year supply of vitamin D and five AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. Again, drinkag1.com slash NHL network to take it out. All right, Ann, we are talking about the first day of Preds training camp and somebody I think you and I both excited to see Philip Forsberg. Yes. This is a guy, uh, of course, you know, Barry Trotz has mentioned his name specifically dozens of times when he talks about players to build around uh, with Duchesne gone, Johansson gone, Forsberg is no questions asked uh, the number one, at least forward playmaker on this Nashville Predators team. Um, you know, what What kind of, I guess, what are you expecting to see from him Um 
in this camp and maybe your expectations for him as the season goes on? I think the first thing that I want to see at camp and, and I think every Nashville Predators fan agrees is, is Philip Forsberg, hundred percent healthy, you know, according to everything that we've heard, whether it's from him, from the franchise, Philip Forsberg is hundred percent healthy and ready to go. You remember he had just one of those hits uh, last season that, you have nightmares over um, was out only played um, 50 games missed from, I think it was like mid February on with an upper body injury. Um, so to get Philip Forsberg back and at a hundred percent and with new Andrew brunette, we want the puck shoot the puck system. Y'all, this is something that I cannot wait to see happen Again, last season, 50 games, only 19 goals, 42 points. But this is the same Philip Forsberg who the season before had 42 goals, 42 assists, 84 points, you know, uh, was chasing that franchise um, single season goal record with Matt Duchesne, who beat him out by one goal. But could Philip Forsberg potentially get back there this season? I cannot wait to see what um, Andrew Brunette has in store for him because I really think a healthy Philip Forsberg has a chance to do that. I think there's a couple things that really are in place where he could do that. And the one big one for me is Ryan O'Reilly. You know, we've talked about who's going to be the 1C, who's going to be with Philip Forsberg. You know, it was Mikhail Granlund. You and I talked about it in the 21-22 season. It was Mikhail Granlund that really was the secret sauce, you know, for Duchesne and Forsberg. Ryan O'Reilly, I think, maybe could be that for Philip Forsberg this season. So my hopes are high. I'm not going to lie. My hopes are high. Yeah. Well, somebody's got to. Like, you know, somebody's got to kind of be that support. The other thing is just, you know, maybe some of that is also just on Forsberg doing a lot of it himself. Right. Uh, we talked about it, you know, kind of before is, you know, even in the times uh, where it doesn't look like the Preds have any chemistry where things aren't necessarily going right uh, the past two years. The one guy that always seems to be uh, just out there 100 percent making plays for himself, trying to make up plays for other people was Forsberg. Yes, yeah, we talked. Uh, it was that St. Louis game, you know, the one that prompted that, you know, closed door meeting that right. we talked about for, you know, a bulk of last year. Yeah. Uh, remember, it was Forsberg that you and I said went out at like during that game and played like he was so pissed off, <laughs> like just like he was out of like the blues hands, just like taking it himself, dot like ducking hits, um, like checking like defenders off of him yeah uh, like that's maybe that, like, that's the kind of you know play we need from philip forsberg uh this yeah. year is just somebody who's willing to be like you know what I-, I don't have the help that i've had the past few years this maybe is something that i'm gonna have to take into my own hands i'm going to have to create the bulk of the offense not just kind of be like the finisher uh for other players that's maybe Forsberg's role this year under Burnett's offense until some of these younger players can step up. 
Yeah. And when Barry Trotz sort of sold this roster reset and taught, you know, we lost Johansson and Duchesne, he really said, look, we have an offensive guy to build around Philip Forsberg. And I thought, you know what, that doesn't make me feel uncomfortable because I think that is who Philip Forsberg is. He is the guy that can get the offense done. And I agree with you, it, it, you know, in that St. Louis game and in other games, Philip Forsberg does not have quit. And I think that that's, I think that's huge. The other thing that I think is going to be really important about his season is what can he do for other players? Because I think Philip Forsberg is going to be the guy who can take like a young player. And I'm just throwing a name out here because I know, you know, we haven't seen Andrew Burnett or any lines yet, but like a Luke Evangelista or, you know, a Phil Tomasino you know, you can have them playing with Philip Forsberg and Philip Forsberg could become the guy this season that makes the other guys better. I just think he has that ability. He has that talent. So this is a great guy. If you're going to build your offense around somebody, let's build it around Philip Forsberg and let's see what he can do. My hopes are very high. I, I'm i going to go out on a limb and say Forsberg is going to be much closer to 42 goals this season than 19 goals. I'm 100% with you there. Health. Barring, bearing health uh, because that has been a legitimate concern for the past several years uh it is now i believe if i'm counting right six consecutive seasons in which he's missed uh a significant a yeah. portion of time so uh he's got to stay healthy to give the national predators a chance but hey like could happen yeah. I think the Luke Shen thing may play into that as well, because, you know, last season we didn't have Mark Borowiecki, who was kind of the, I said, don't touch him guy, you know, yeah. Taylor Janot traded at the deadline. Well, you've got Luke Shen now. So, you know what, maybe, you know, it will, it will keep some paws off, um, not just Roman Yossi, but players like Philip Forsberg too. And yeah, like you said, I think health is huge, huge for Forsberg. Yeah. One can help. Uh, another key player uh, to watch and and it's not something that a lot of people or somebody that comes to mind uh, when a lot of people talk about key players and it's Colton Sissons come on he's always kind of the forgotten Nashville predator uh, but he is going to be absolutely I think crucial uh, to this team's success we're going to talk about what we expect from him in camp and uh, throughout the season coming up here in just a second First, I want to let you know this episode's brought to you by our great friends at Bird Dogs. Look, most of you all know that I've got a handful of young adult kids. And I want to tell you, my 19-year-old absolutely lives in his bird dogs at college. And let me tell you why. Bird dogs fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton because they went ahead and invented a cloud knit fabric that looks just like those nice khaki shorts, but they stretch so you get this way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement and comfort. Bird dogs also very smart. They use an anti-stink wicking fabric that keeps you cool all day long. You know, my son wears his bird dogs all day long at college. He goes from class during the day to ultimate frisbee practice in them in the evening. He looks great. And importantly, he feels comfortable all day long. You can check out these fantastic shorts if you go to birddogs.com. 
When you go there, add slash locked on NHL, or you can enter promo code locked on NHL at checkout, and you'll get a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. Again, go and check out these amazing shorts at birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free water bottle at checkout. You will not want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, and we are talking about uh, players to watch throughout training camp and the regular season. Uh, another key one that we want to highlight is Colton Sissons. Uh, pretty much Mr. Predator at this point. One of the <laughs> longest term or yeah. tenured Preds. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is a guy, Anne, who to me is kind of your glue on those bottom two lines forward wise, because, you know, we mentioned it, uh, I, I think yesterday when we were talking about like line combinations and stuff like that, uh, you, like you have so much uncertainty up and down the lineup. The only, you know, thing we kind of know for certain is that Colton Sissons is kind of going to be a, you know, the center on either the third or fourth line. And it, it to me, you know, he's the guy that is going to provide some stability to that portion of the lineup. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. We've talked about like, who are the sure things in this lineup? There are very few of them, y'all. Yossi, Forsberg, UC Saros. But I would add Colton Sissons is, I think, as close to a sure thing as you're going to get in this lineup for the reasons that you said. This is a guy who's going to play bottom six minutes, but he is the anchor for that. And if you look back at the end of last season when you lost your Forsberg and you lost your Yossi and you lost your Duchesne and your Johansson, who was the guy on and off ice who kept things going? And it was Colton Sissons. You know, he really was one of those guys that, did such a great job kind of rallying the troops and keeping things going on the offense. Um, And I look back even further, would we have as much confidence in players like Tanner Janot and Yakov Trenin if they hadn't had the opportunity to play with somebody like Colton Sissons? Like, this is a guy who we talk about, you know, we, we need players who make other guys better. I think Colton Sissons is that guy. So mm-hmm. what he can do in the in a bottom six that literally you put Colton Sissons in there and then you're like, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, Colton Sissons is going to be so important to this team. Yeah. You know, you, you talked about it uh, last year and, you know, there's all this talk about oh, like the Preds lack of scoring and, you know, players getting shuffled out. We kind of completely missed that Colton Sissons tied his career high in points. He had yes. points. Uh, which is when uh, the, the same point total he had back in, in 2018, 2019, that year that everybody thought, oh, is Colton Sissons kind of ready to elevate himself mm-hmm. uh, a little bit? Uh, you know, he, his role kind of changed, uh, you know, under John Hines and it was Peter Laviolette a little bit. But, you know, Colton Sissons is just there's not a lot of things he doesn't do at least like good enough. He's like. You know, like the the one guy at work that is not like overly amazing at any one particular area, but he's on the team because he does like everybody's job like pretty well. Yes. Like well enough. Like he's he's the one that that can do like a lot of things pretty well. Uh, instead of just like one thing, just tremendously like he's got, you know, we, we mentioned 30 points last year, a little bit of decent scoring pop. 
uh, yeah. pretty good in the faceoff circle. He's, you know, Johansson gone. He's the most reliable faceoff guy uh, in in Nashville. He kills penalties. Like he's a very yeah. solid penalty killer. Um, you know, we've even seen him and a couple of times here and there take some power play minutes. Yeah, uh, especially like in on power plays where you have to win a key faceoff. There's just so much that he does. And, you know, I think a lot of people kind of miss his importance to the team. And we go this year where there's a lot of uncertainty and there are a lot of moving pieces and you're not really sure which players are going to be, you know, in Nashville and which are going to be in Milwaukee and how the lines are going to shake out. The fact that you can just plug in Colton Sissons into the back of the lineup and know that his line is going to be ready, that he's going to be ready in case the Preds need some big minutes. That's big. Like that is absolutely huge. Yeah, huge. And that's what makes me really feel like this is a guy who is a a sure thing. I love what you said. He is the guy that can clear the paper jam in the copier. Yeah. That's who Colton Sisson is. He really does anything. And, And you hit on, you know, something I think that is maybe undervalued and that's him on the penalty kill. So good on this penalty kill. And again, I go back to he may be the the perfect guy for a young player like a Tomasino or a Joachim Kamel. Like put him with Colton Sissons and let's see what happens. I, I really love what Colton Sissons does. He's kind of a stabilizer for this team. Yeah. You know, and and I I see him in that same role this season. If you can get him. Um, a couple of line mates that really are ready to kind of step up their offense. Colton Sissons is going to be a big part of maybe a young player or a Yakov Trenin or somebody like that kind of having their next step season. Really, really key guy for the Preds. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting because let's say like, you know, um, you know, Andrew Burnett wants to put, you know, kind of some younger centers up front. So, you know, you got, you got Ryan O'Reilly, you got Cody Glass, you got Yuso Parson. And, uh, you know, if Colton Sissons is on that fourth line, like he's skilled enough that he could be like, you know, what Seattle did last yes. year and kind of roll out lines equally. And then it, it really doesn't matter. You can just put some good players with him. Like you can afford to maybe put like a younger scorer on that fourth line and still get that line like 12, 13, 14 minutes a night uh, because you have somebody like Colton Sissons that's going to be defensively responsible enough to win key defensive battles, uh, but still, you know, have like an offensive pop enough that they can score enough. Not saying they're going to go out and score like 40, 50 points or anything like that, but like enough of a pop that, you know, you can kind of win that battle against the other team's fourth line. So, I'm really excited to see uh, Colton Sisson's role uh, under Andrew Burnett. And I think having a player like him helps the Nashville Predators and helps Andrew Burnett be able to do more uh, in terms of creativity with your lineups. Yeah, he opens up a lot, especially, you know, we've talked about that bottom six could be an absolute crapshoot. Training camp is going to be huge sorting out who is going to make the roster out of camp, you know, in that bottom six. But man, if you've got Colton Sissons in there, you know, that that's a little bit the ace up the sleeve for, for that bottom six. And, you know, anything could happen. And I like that. So many opportunities 
so many opportunities open up for what this team can do where you don't have like our third line is going to be our checking line and our, you know, with Colton Sissons, you, you can do a number of things. Uh, looking forward to that. There are more players uh, that we are going to tackle uh, coming up later, uh, including some, you know, intriguing battles on defense. Yeah. Uh, that is going to be an interesting thing to watch, uh, as well as some of the young players like Phil Tomasino. What do you want to see from him in camp? Uh, same with Luke Evangelista. So we're going to get to those later on the Locked On to Predators podcast. And Anne is going to be at practice today and tomorrow. So we will have some insights from the first day of practice tomorrow. Uh, and Anne, let people know where they can find your work until we get there. You can find my work online at insidethepreds.com. You can find me on Twitter X, I don't know, Ann K underscore mama on ice. I can't get there. No, it, <laughs> it's, get there. it's something. Uh, you can find me at penaltyboxradio.com or that website at, um, yeah, at, at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back tomorrow with an all new episode. We'll see you then.